ballpark. So ah, don't we, don't re- we don't rehearse nothing. Well, I know, but you might have a little bit in the middle and you kind of lose that because they're awful on either side. Ah, so <laughs> I'm just going to, okay. I'm not even going to edit this bit at the beginning, okay. Steve. So I am, I am, you know who I am, Claire, Prickly Thistle, you can't see the, that podcast, and I am thrilled. We now have Steve, um, who I've only known for a year now. Is it a year? Almost a year. Feels yeah. like a sentence of a lifetime for poor Steve. It's been full on. It's been full on, but for everyone. Though. For everyone. So just to put you in the picture as a clue as to what we're going to talk about is that Steve had embraced the the let's see the, the pivots of prickly thistle in terms of imagery and has done a massive amount of work in getting all of our new images for our new website, for our presence on social media. But not just taking pictures, there was so much more to it, wasn't there? I think there was so many conversations and so many things we were trying to put into that picture that, yeah, maybe sometimes it's hidden, but it's talking about it to try and add some tags, if you like, to why we did things and why we didn't do certain things. So, Steve, you can give us a little bit of a background as to your experience in the world of photography. Okay, so... I think probably the word that we were that was in my head when you were saying that was about ideas. Yeah. Photography is so much about ideas as a starting point. And I think if you have the right ideas and you have the right people around you, you can create amazing things. And photography's that's how I have always seen it. So photography, I've been doing it since I was a kid. I taught myself mm-hmm. when I was a child and then it's just kind of moved kind of organically um, with experience and it's led to amazing things amazing experiences and i was lucky enough to call it a job for a long long time so um it's been very rewarding very satisfying and the best of all i've been able to work with lots of creative people yeah like yourself. oh so, i don't know <laughs> you you but you teach photography as well yeah, which yeah, is so to. important which i love because it's you know it's this next generation thing that i'm so passionate about as well but you spend time with kids and you know and you know and it's a lovely art form that actually yeah. As much as there's digital advancements, there's still an element of human involvement in a kind of and human yeah. expression yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, that's teaching is super enjoyable. It's been great and and yeah, to be able to give people a way to express their view of the world has been brilliant. Yeah. And photography is amazing for that because you can teach them the techniques and you can give them the right equipment, but it requires them to be able to access yeah. their own perspective and to show that through the images. The idea, isn't it? Yeah. It's the passion it's the and the idea. Ideas, yeah, you but... know, and, and I think more than ever, because we live in a world that's so full of images... Oh, it's everything's right? controlled, by, controlled by images you know, in some ways. There's so much more need, I think, for authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more need for finding your own voice. Yeah. Because... There's a thousand and one images of a thousand and one subjects. It's all been photographed endlessly. So how do you how do you function within that unless you can offer something unique? Yeah. And what's more unique than who you are? Yeah. So that's that's how I've always approached the photography, is trying to find a way to connect you as a person with what you do. Rather than construct a yeah. version of something else. And that then takes us to the point that we have all of our staff in our pictures exactly. here at Prickly Thistle, because actually what was more unique than our location. And that was so fun. And too. and all of the, the people who, yeah. you know, many people thought were models, <laughs> which is a massive credit <laughs> to them funny. and to your photography, I have no <laughs> doubt. But yeah, that whole keeping it real and the uniqueness has actually been your authentic self. Yeah. And the best thing about that was actually that 
that everyone was just comfortable being themselves. Having been on the other side of it, where you have professional models who are posed and they're not really representing themselves, they're representing a blank canvas. A look of the brand, or with yeah, the, here's the profile we want to For whatever put garment out. is being worn. Because it's going to appeal to this person. Yeah. It's all about the commerciality of it rather than the authenticity of 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. So what was so nice about doing what we did was, was that all your, all your staff were able to just be themselves yeah, and let their yeah. personality show. And as a photographer, that's such a fun yeah. thing to work on because you get natural everywhere you look it's all natural it's yeah. all genuine expressions it's not contrived it's not posed it's not artificial and it know. doesn't need to be perfect and this is the other thing yeah. isn't it and it's just it's and then you know work we've we've because poor steve when we were planning you know as i changed and pivoted on a daily conversation once or twice once maybe or twice. all the time i was like steve i don't know what to do what's because i knew how important the, the images were and you you feel yourself being like oh but this is what i need to do yeah. to be relatable you know, you're like, no, you know, and you, it's so easy to take you off compass. And, you know, we had, we've had loads of fantastic ideas on different things, but it did. Yeah. And it was like, wait a minute, there's something not right. There's something not right sort of thing a little bit for this whole session of photography, which was the, <laughs> the announcement of, right, do you know what? We've evolved yeah. and actually we don't need permission to be ourselves. Yeah. We can't be everything to everyone. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think too, the reason why the ideas evolved and changed and went different directions was partly down to when you work with creative people there's going to be things that change suddenly and quickly yep. because ideas are always unfolding but but more than that i think from from your point of view with prickly thistle was that it wasn't right the, the reason the idea changed is because it just didn't fit with those core values Yay. and i think somewhere in your in your head that's what you were connecting with we had planned out some brilliant ideas yeah. which would have made amazing images i'm sure Absolutely. but they weren't quite right once you yeah. had time to reflect on it yeah and i think that's part of the evolution of it so what we did what we settled on in the end was what was right yeah for what you were doing and that's that's a process which is actually so much fun to be a part of because it's, oh he's it's been kind fun. he's been kind folks <laughs> there was times he's like what are we doing well, is claire actually doing... here yet because i'd be working really late and there... then i would be here in the morning there just for have... those that know i'm on yeah, emails there been times with a bit of head scratching, but i think that was true on both sides and, yeah you know and i think that and that's again, but that's the beauty of, of not over planning things and overly yeah. constructing things and i think that's where imagery in its truest form should allow people to add their own and the, not yeah. to be so constructed to lead you down this particular path it should be here's inspiration and here's how you can relate to it rather than here's a here's an image and this is what you need to aspire to be yeah. or aspire to be in this place like, or aspire you know and that's the bit that i felt i felt more when we did the, the stuff for you with the team when we were doing the catwalk thing mm -hmm. and that was a perfect example of what we're saying i think because because rather than getting to pose you were just let's put some music on yeah let's just let them do their own thing and i'll just snap away with the camera yeah. and and it worked brilliantly yeah. i thought you know because yeah. every every one of them was able to show themselves you know and that was something yeah. we discussed about yeah. how important that was for for your team to have their identities and, and have that authenticity we're going to use that word a lot i think yeah but you know i think that was so good and that i think really came through successfully one thing i you know because you've done fashion mm. photography in yeah. the past why do you think other brands you know i think i know the answer to this why is this why is this just not 
normal like people for me working in the industry we're working and it could be true of any sector why do you not celebrate who your team are what they're you know let them be part of that front end not in the back corner in the back stores in the back you know and so why is it why do you think so much in the world of fashion in particular it's the one thing that's never captured in an image because i think everything's got to be so controlled there's so much people want the image whatever image they're projecting to be so controlled that there isn't any room for individuality there's no room for for that free expression it's all got to fit the brand it's all about the brand 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 and and if the brand is such a defined thing which a lot of these big companies are they don't want to deviate away from it it takes a mountain to get a brand to reinvent itself you know more often than not they just keep churning out variations of the same thing yeah. So I think it's just maybe there's a fear if you want to look at it that way that, you know, because they've built themselves into such a machine and such a beast over time, they can't deviate from it. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you think you're like for us when you're saying about a brand being so defined, I feel like we've become so defined, but defined in the sense of keeping it real. Do you know what I mean? But I would say you're defined by your what makes you different. You're defined yeah. by individuality. You're yeah, defined yeah. by more than just the name on the company you're defined by the individuals and you've set that as part of your brand yeah so you've managed to embed that sense of individuality and do you think then these in the world that we live in now which has rapidly changed since 30s 40s 50s you know and how imagery's been so powerful tv film photography whatever portraying an image an aspirational image quite often not for escapism for people now that we live in these times and most people are being come aware of how the, you know a lot of it's fake why 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 is nobody being challenged or why do you think i mean i would have all the respect in the world for any brand out there who said do you know what we ain't doing this anymore because we know this is shit we know this is fake actually meet such and such she works in our business or she cooks in the kitchen or she you know i mean that would be incredible I mean, do you think, or and as a photographer, I suppose from your perspective, is that actually, even if you're a photographer there, you can't, you know, your ability to influence that, or is it just going back to this whole control thing, or? No, I think so, but I think, I think there's an element of when something exists in one form or another, mm-hmm. people don't want it to change. If you take any brand, I won't name a brand, yeah. but if you take any particular brand that's identifiable and successful. If it suddenly went 180 and did something completely radical and different, people wouldn't know what to do with it. They wouldn't understand the change of direction because it's suddenly not what's familiar. Yeah. And that's a that's a trap for a brand. Yeah. Because once they've built themselves up to such a big success, how do they reinvent themselves? But if and they explained the day, it, yeah. If they're making money with that clear brand, there's the no incentive for them to change. Yeah. If that same big brand suddenly lost all their sales it's such a shame that it would actually be it's all down to financial then there's nothing to lose there's no fear there's no consequence it's the ethics yeah by reinventing themselves but i think most of them have got themselves to such a position where they can't reinvent themselves because there's the fear of losing their customer base or losing their sales or their profits and that keeps them stuck yeah. So maybe there are people within inside those organizations that's true. That's who very want true. to are banging it, their heads off the wall. But they won't do that <clears throat> while they continue yeah. to function in the way that they are. Yeah. And because their levels of success where they're making millions of 
with whatever sales and, mm-hmm. and so on, there's no incentive for them yeah. to try something out of the yeah. out of the. You like know, you say, usual, it's it's, it's the threat to the P and L ultimately, isn't it? I think you need to establish that right from the get go, which is what you've done, yeah. which I think is has given you such a great foundation to build upon because people associate that themes of individuality and authenticity they're already associating that with what you do mm-hmm. so you don't then need to go back and go we need to somehow establish yeah, that you've yeah, done it from the get-go yeah, yeah. it's maybe a harder route because it might happen more slowly in terms of the success but and isn't that funny how people realize how people through imagery are if they're presented with an image that empowers them as an individual as opposed to actually makes them feel that they need to be part of this aspirational look they quite often don't know what to do with it isn't it because we've become so trained to actually because they're not used to that yeah because it's again it's it's not familiar to them but you present them with it over time and you're consistent with that and And support it it with a voice and so like what we're doing even having this chat about it isn't it it's just trying to put yeah, it's just trying to yeah, it's adding detail that needed to be to be added to it. So my other question is for you. So in terms of Steve's been all over the world, done all sorts of interesting things. No, well, like, make it sounds like <laughs> no. Some of those we can't talk. About oh yeah, yeah, we can't talk about this one, but that's okay. We'll get him back for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but interesting, being a Scot who's travelled and coming back to Scotland and the imagery of Scotland, what would be your advice to if one person was in control shall we say of the imagery of scotland okay. how would you shape that that's a great that's question. a good question isn't it? Good i even question. i didn't even have this plan folks this literally came out of yeah. <laughs> right now. no pressure on yeah. me yeah so uh, yeah how would, okay so that's a big question it's a isn't big it question but because you came back you know yeah. and now you see it differently you know i think you have to go away sometimes to appreciate what you have mm-hmm Maybe that's just part of experience and, and seeing a different perspective. But, you know, I didn't take it, or rather I did take it for granted when I was younger because it didn't mean anything. It was mm-hmm. just there all the time. Home when that was it, you know. Yeah, you grow up with it. You don't really see it in that way. But when you go away and you see other things that are maybe not as good or sometimes better, but it gives you a different life perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think it just comes with age as well. But to try and answer your question, you know, in terms of, like the here and now. Yeah. Because we've got the rich history and we've had loads of images that have tried to capture the essence of Scotland, yeah. shall we say. And that's domestically and internationally, but it's 2022. Yeah. We know a lot. Of I think there's an opportunity. Shit that's happening. <laughs> yeah, I think there's an opportunity for for a huge amount of growth in, in ways that Scotland maybe hasn't before. Because we're in this kind of weird transition. We don't really know if we're an independent country yet or not. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hints towards it, but it's not happened. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of overtones that it could happen and there's maybe more movement towards it. Mm-hmm. But behind all that, there's there's change in people's attitudes, things that are important once upon a time, traditionally, mm-hmm. historically, are no longer as as important. Material things, you know, these, these needs and wants that, that we're all kind of, told we should we've been conditioned for the best part yeah we should have you know these are these are becoming less important they're being challenged aren't they well here's here's a way to look at it you know the fact that people now are doing more staycations Mm -hmm. rather than vacations albeit a lot of that is happening in scotland well people's attitudes are changing towards it they're maybe appreciating things more closely to home so in terms of scotland's identity i think what that means is a huge opportunity to establish 
a more modern yes. version of Scotland. Yeah. You know, a more contemporary, a more exciting, a more innovative. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we haven't had lots of history of being innovative in different no. ways. But I think there's a, a broad canvas now to be yeah. innovative across the board. We can't let our history in some ways constantly mm. be a bit of a... However, it's always at the mercy of the people who pull the strings. Yes. Right? Yes. So it requires out-of-the-box thinking from the people at the top of at the, the tree. At the very top, to sign off on To that. sign off. And then maybe for the likes of companies like yourself who can band together to have a louder voice that can bring those people on board. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that can then be a, a huge tide of change. Yeah, and it's and it's taking way. and it's taking Scotland back to I mean we were talking about this before we actually started this, didn't we? But taking Scotland back to that position of uh, it's just a country that led with so much integrity and you, you, you were there for everyone. There was no agenda, there was no yeah. you know, it was actually that we just had this we have this impression of actually, yeah, the Scot, the trustworthy, they'll help you the shirt off your back or whatever yeah. and there's that and it's but but in the times, yeah, it's, it's the innovation, isn't it? Yeah, there's, a, there's a grassroots mentality with Scottish people that across across the world stage that people do associate those qualities yeah. with people generally. And that's that's a great but way. But it's our ability to speak out. This yeah. is the thing that I've learned in New York yeah. is I'm actually we I'm were we are well known for speaking our minds. It's been said. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know if many do. I think there's an opportunity There's an you know, at, for, at the at the top. It's been yeah. braver. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to wait for somebody else to do something. It's not something that people lack. I think partly there's an opportunity to be able to be heard. It's been missing. Yeah. You know, maybe there's just not been those doors open to people from Scotland in positions of having a voice that are able to have that voice be heard. Maybe that's part of the change. Do we send them a picture? <laughs> we send them a picture. They're not interested in the voice, but they'll maybe go with a picture. Steve, we need to work on another one of these kind of iconic images of Scotland of the future. There's an interesting idea. How could you epitomise that? And that's such an, an unknown thing because it, it can be whatever. It's no longer limited, I think, yeah. these, these cliche ideas of what Scotland yeah. has been. They are our past, but they don't. They're not all no. our futures. But our past will always be with us. Absolutely, and I dare say that. But we need to add other, to it. If you look at other countries, Scotland could be doing more. But again, taking it yeah. broadly, Scotland could be doing much more to create that global identity than it is or has yeah. been. Because we have a global all, presence. Yeah. This is the thing. We don't we embrace. Do, but it's. I don't think it's. I think it's in its infancy. I think it's. It's still to be defined. I yeah. don't think it's really clear what that is yet. And it has been very much based on very historical you know emotions and passion you know and that's and that's yeah absolutely but it's actually yeah. Which is fine and there's nothing wrong with that historical identity but but does that mean we have to keep Is that the be is that the end? Yes that's not the end of the line. It can be more contemporary, it can be more edgy, it can be more relevant to the world relevant. we live in yeah, at the end of the day and the, and the challenges and the battles and the and the celebrations and the fun and the happy you know there's all the different yeah. there is a point i think where that kind of identity becomes a limitation rather than a benefit yeah it becomes a hindrance and not an advantage oh definitely hold you know? yeah oh and yeah I, and i think we're we must most certainly are at that point yeah and, and that's when it's time for something new yeah yeah know? 
So, so Steve's going to create this picture. You're going to follow him on Instagram, somewhere <laughs> sky, and we're going to wait for this image, Steve. No pressure. I'm putting him totally okay. on the spot here with this whole right. podcast thing. He's like, okay. Jesus Christ. He's like, do we have any... Th- what we're we going to talk about? I said, we'll just hit record. <laughs> that's how we do it. That's how we do it here. But um, yeah, so that's... So, yeah, in terms of... Yeah, so what's your most... Yeah, what, what you know, Scott... Uh, I'm getting confused here. We've got, I'll call him Tom, actually. <laughs> but Tom, no, Tom, I call everybody the wrong name. Anybody who's listening who I've met in the last couple of years, I have actually, yeah, there was this guy in America, I can't even remember his name now, but I think I called him Bob, Frank, Stuart. I can't even remember his name. He did email me, it's terrible. But anyway, I'm not good. I'm not good with names. Oh, my goodness. But, but in terms of imagery... You know, and I know you've done, you know, the clothing imagery. Now, you know what I'm like about the word clothing over fashion, but you've photographed all of the, the clothes that we've so proudly, not just made the clothes, we've made the fabric. And, yeah, you know, it just amazing. so, yeah, just so interesting for the future, I think. Paradoxal there with the past. But your your passion for photography covers all muses, shall we say, and all. What's your, what's your favourite type of photography? Wow, that's a difficult one. I think it changes depending on what I'm inspired by. Like I spent a long time doing editorial photography mm-hmm. and I loved it because it's bringing creative people together and you're doing it for the purpose of of reinforcing a brand, which mm-hmm. is which is brilliant and um, that's been so satisfying for a long time. But coming back to what I said earlier, coming back to the Highlands in Scotland mm-hmm. with a different view of the world through life experience elsewhere. This is a beautiful corner of the world, you know, and I've seen beautiful places elsewhere, but I took this for granted when I Yay. was growing up here as a kid. And we didn't look at what's on our doorstep half the time when we were younger. Yeah. Looking at it now, wow, it is so beautiful. Yeah. And so, you know, something that I do feel strongly about is getting out into that mm-hmm. environment and actually, you know, going to places that I went to as a kid, but seeing it with different eyes, seeing it through a, a lens and completely transforming my appreciation yeah. for that yeah. by doing that. And, and you know, it's brought me some amazing adventures already just by having that way of looking at what's around me immediately. It's not about going to some far-off place or some yeah. corner of What's well, the aspiration of, I've seen an image of somebody yeah. doing this and that looks like fun and they look, like ha- they look happy, but actually quite often what's on your doorstep is... 100%. Yeah. And from a photographer's point of view, as a little personal project... You know, to go and revisit places from my own childhood with a camera and, and capture them through a, an adult's eyes mm-hmm. with that different world experience has been so rewarding yeah. and so satisfying because you're bringing your own past into the image yeah. but you're also capturing it in a, in a way that you've never seen yeah. it before. And yeah. that's, that's, been, that's been so satisfying and I think... So the landscape, you're, the landscape, you know, landscape photography tonight, and it's the and landscape it's, is my it's my go-to style of photography. Yeah. Obviously, doing paid work, you do all kinds. Yeah. yeah. Commercial and is pretty varied. Mhm. But there is something about connecting myself with where I grew up yeah. through the photography, and that comes back to the self-expression. Yeah, that's you your know? yeah, that's your that's your thing. Yeah, so <laughs> and it goes beyond snapshots. It's it's not yeah. just a simple. Oh, there's a beautiful view. Let's photograph yeah. it. It's, it's about how you can connect with that in a yeah. in a really real and tangible yeah. way. Yeah. Otherwise, 
what's the point? You're just yeah. like every other person with a phone. Yeah, yeah. If you don't look at it in that different way, in that deeper way, I think. So. And that's an interesting thing you're talking about. Everybody, you know, like we have so much images now. Whereas before, yeah. we had hardly any images. We have paintings. You've got you know, so we've got we've yeah. got imagery everywhere. Yeah. And I think somebody who's, and I know I've spoken to other people around the space, and it's quite hard because. Mm you know, when that's your professional career, you know, I suppose it's like us trying to compare ourselves to a fast fashion high street brand, you know, it's like, you know, we might look the same, but there's a big, big difference there and it's hard. Um, But one thing that crossed my mind lately was because, well, you know, we're a little bit of a kind of social activist in terms of all things planet and people being B Corp first and only B Corp in the whole of the UK, if anybody didn't know. And um, but I just think it's what dawned on me was interesting about how photography is time stamping our actions in a time when, you know, we're living a kind of very, you know, how do you feel as you know, you're capturing your images? Do you ever have that moment you're looking out there and do you have that sense of like with climate change, how that will impact on this environment. And actually, so there's, you come home and seeing all of this, but actually in a hundred years, think of what we've done in a hundred years as a, as a species on the planet. You know, does that, does that cross your mind? That is something I feel very strongly about. Um, And and I think that's a really valid point for moving forward. Because, well, here's an example. Having spent time in California, Mm -hmm. you get used to a certain kind of sunset in California, which I would describe as just, this straight orange band across the, the Pacific or across no the clouds, no clouds, yeah. just this gradual orange into blue. Yeah. Is, and to me, it very much reminds me of California. I've never seen a sunset like that in Scotland. It wasn't a Scottish sunset. Yeah. Until the last, maybe the last yeah. five, six years. Yeah. And I've seen them more here than ever before. Yeah. It's not something I remember from my childhood or even into my teens whenever I would come back and visit my family. Yeah. But it's definitely been a regular thing for the last five or six years. And that only happens with the planet being warmer, with yeah. the, the ground in Scotland being warmer. Yeah, yeah. And it holds on to that the natural. heat. That natural, yeah. And, and that's what I think is happening. And, and that is so fascinating, but also quite sad in a way. Yeah. Because it's indicative of how much it's changing. So 10, 20 years these beautiful landscapes that are so green. I know. I don't think they're going to be as green, green. as they are now. Yeah. You know, if you're someone that goes out in the hills a lot, um, and even in the relatively short amount of time I've been doing it, the mountainscape is so brown looking yeah. in the summer. It's and so we used to have out. snow there permanently yeah. all year in certain aspects, Absolutely. and we are now starting to see these things disappearing so, yeah, so in change, record. Yeah. Change is really apparent. And I think if you're not aware of it, um, not even as a photographer, just as a human, yeah. then you're missing something really important and, you know, something very affecting all of us. Yeah. So, you know, from a camera, yeah, I think looking back on it, there will be moments not so far ahead that you'll actually have images that are no longer possible to capture. Yeah, now that's, that's quite a scary thought, scary. isn't it? That it, is a scary thought. Sure, it is scary, but that makes it a bit more meaningful and important to, you know, to capture those moments again to try yeah. and connect with the landscape because it's changing radically. Yeah, and what, it's, you know what it will be on the other side. I don't know, but it won't be the Scotland that I grew up in. It won't be in. the same. Yeah, well, no. we know it's going to get warmer, but it's it is. It's just it, yeah. It's a strange, see, I, surreal. I think that's interesting. 
a lot of people say oh it's going to get warmer but they really stopping to think what does that actually mean it means that oh we're going to have i mean in terms of water supply in terms of food chains in terms of you know we won't be able to grow these but also in terms of drinking water trees and plants and and flora and fauna it's all going to change ecological system some of it won't be able to exist some of it is so fragile and so dependent on the traditional scottish climate that it's going to struggle Mm -hmm. to maintain so what does that mean you end up losing it or something else more suitable creeps in but we're going to see these freaks aren't we the freaks of fires the freaks of floods we're seeing loads of floods in this country we've had you know we had wildfire warnings about last month yeah you know, becoming a regular thing. A norm, we had one week here where it was like crazy temperature and then we yeah. had snow the next week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it is and it's... It's definitely changing. And, yeah, and, and you, you know, as a photographer, you're there capturing it all and so just... You, you kind of become less of a, a landscape photographer and more of a documentary I know. Photographer. Well, this is what I feel like actually most people don't realise that actually their social media profiles mm. are their, do- their mini documentary of what they mm. did during the years yeah. when we maybe should have been doing other things you know and it's interesting because yeah. it does make you think about actually what you know and 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 how how some of social media has been hijacked and abused for yeah. quite the opposite but yeah it's you know it's it's kind of like there's you know social media has become so self-absorbed oh and so it's superficial and it's just and but it's all imagery isn't it it is and it's an edited version of someone's life it's not even the real life i know it's all edited manipulated artificial to make whatever to get more followers to get more likes to get more attention whatever it is to ultimately boost one's sense of self i know but 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 i sit there and think actually that's just your that's you signing your your um, confession to actually i willingly you know well here's the thing i got i got involved i (laughs) i made it i I made it go faster i follow a few outdoorsy type people on instagram Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pounce, oh great, you know, I might get some inspiration from these yeah. guys. And um, more than a few times now, I've seen photographs of locations that I know really well because I've been yeah. there many times. Yep. And they've put in an artificial sky <gasps> or they've oh, edited no. out some, a feature in the landmark like pie, you know, electricity pylons. Oh, no. And now it's a huge debate as to what's acceptable and what's but that's not. airbrushing in the fashion world and all this kind well, of stuff is. isn't it, it it goes into that and ultimately yeah. you could make a point and say photographers have always manipulated images even back to darkroom days mm-hmm. so that in itself isn't the point but when you artificially introduce something that would never be there i think that's a very different thing and then yeah. you're creating a false idea of what that location is ever yeah you know it, it's very different from saying well I could remove this because that's a distraction and that's maybe a, something that only affects it in a small way but when you change something big that mm-hmm. could never be a part of it i think yeah. it, the reason that that's relevant i think is because of that superficial false kind of yeah drive and, and the accept but just image. but basically just the acceptance yeah and, no and, challenge no kickback no, no nothing no question no question just go oh what an amazing the hit like yeah exactly <laughs> you know and there's no question but you know it takes someone with that behind the the scenes experience to actually say well that's not a true image it's it's made that up that must be hard in the world of <laughs> professional imagery when i think you know everybody knows how much i get like with the you know in terms of the sector that i've fallen into yeah. by mistake but it, it must be the same though as yeah. well and you know to it's the authenticity it's the craftsmanship 
it's the labour of love. It's not just let's green screen here and let's drop this in there. You know, actually, it's it must be quite hard to. It is, and I think you have to decide where you personally draw the line with things. Before like you that. lose your mind. Editing <laughs> goes hand in hand with photography. I, yeah. I've, I've done it myself. I've removed things that were undesirable for clients. Yeah. To a point, it's necessary. However, for me personally, I would draw the line about putting something into an image that never existed there. Yeah. I think that's taking it into a different thing that's not really photography. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. But, I know, yeah. But you have to make that choice, and that's my personal line in the sand. But, you know, equally, there are other people that I know who are purists who would never mm-hmm. edit a photo, whether it was undesirable mm-hmm. elements or not. Yeah. And they would look at me and judge me for the editing that I do. Mm-hmm. So it is all relative to your perspective. But but I think in terms of Scotland, to bring it all back to what we're yeah, talking about, yeah. I think it creates an artificial representation of Scotland. Yeah. That I don't agree with because... Because Scotland is beautiful enough. Uh, but but, but there's so much more it. to Scotland now. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had, yeah, you know, the usual landscape spots or the kind of iconic, you know, but there's more to Scotland now. Yeah. And I think, yeah, for me, yeah, it's, it's you know, there's people, like, there's character, yeah, there's... I always think photographs should tell a story. You know, you and I have mm-hmm, talked about yeah. that, haven't we? That, you know, if you're doing people-based photography, they should tell a story and have a narrative and I think that's super important and you know the kind of photography that I feel really inspired by is photography that you don't need to have somebody explain the narrative yeah you can just get it from the images or from the the person's expression or from you know the location or Mm -hmm. what they're doing as a an action in the photo and that always just really clear that I think is something that Scotland could do so much more yeah. with, you know. Yeah. And I think in terms of finding those people who are connected to Scotland in some way through their job or their uh, where they live or how they've grown up, um, and to have those people captured on camera, I yeah. find that fascinating yeah. and that's so much fun. And that was a big pull for me to do what you and I were doing yeah. with, with your team and with yourself, was to have that that connection between this place this country this yeah. building this company and the but it's still yeah it's still more it's still relevant modern still future relevant, yeah. you know but yeah we have the you know we have bags of past in there i mean we could go in so many different routes with what we were doing to be honest and lots of people want us to go in different routes but it's it's it's, it's but you just can't be everything to everyone isn't it but it's but no i think on imagery what i think is interesting is that you what you said there was for people and this is the bit that i i don't know i I feel like even with like building our website and how much detail we put in there and or information that's to valid you know it's like do you think people because there's so much we talked about this about the choice because there's so much imagery people are forgetting how to see the story and sometimes you know there's they're so so like with our clothing they're very it's very difficult to see what that clothes are actually made of never mind the look on whatever but the imagery you take all that time to put all that energy and passion into creating something that's so impactful but it's kind of heartbreaking that it's kind of just there's just so much choice out there you it's people we, we don't get that level of connection anymore i think the, the interesting debate with that is is that down to the success of the image or is it down to the headspace mindset of yeah. the person looking at the image yeah. I, I think that's an unknown thing but, but personally the... i would feel that when there's so many images out there 
if you just replicate what's already there, mm-hmm. you're not going to engage the audience yeah. because it's just clickbait. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's just like like or not like, swipe, move on to the next one. To do something different, to do something which requires more thought from the viewer, even if it's to dislike it, is still a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm know, like, yeah, no, I'm with, I'm with you on that. You actually, know, do you know, it's it's about it is reaction because well, we need to. The worst thing is apathy. The worst reaction you could get on anything, oh, any yeah. creative thing, is apathy. If they don't care, yeah, then just I think that's a failure. Yeah. But, but to get a bad reaction in some ways is just as valid yeah. as a good yes. reaction because you're engaging. You want to be challenged for your perceptions, yeah. your explanations. You want to hear, you know, and as a creative, you love that. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. Personally, I've I've never I've never avoided negative feedback or criticism because it's it's still interaction it's still yeah. engagement it's conversation it's still, still information that you can it's use. somebody's thinking yeah somebody's thinking so but ultimately if you had to choose you want a positive reaction and, mm-hmm. and i think because people are so programmed into like swipe it's like, volume swipe, it's volume yeah to do something that breaks that isn't going to it's, it's not going to happen overnight it's going to take time but if you're being consistent with that kind of imagery and that you are willing to engage people with it mm-hmm. over time it's going to build up over yeah. time you're going to get the reactions that you want which is yeah. to make people stop and reflect and actually I think know. about what they're seeing and not just go it's like instagram like it. should limit like the number of images a day you know like but yeah. i mean obviously it's a commercial model and all that, but you no, know it's, it's it is it's the excess of it's the excess of life consumption yeah information is just like yeah. it's just so overwhelming it is and you think how how do we cope with that overload as human beings exposed to it 24 7 all I the think time it, there's... It, it's you switch off to an extent and i'm sure that's the brain's way of just coping oh, it's, it's a survival mechanism because in what you mentally yeah. unravel but you, don't, you don't really take the time and i do it myself yeah. when i look at other images you don't really take the time to to Stop, look that closely. It's like eating a meal, eat it yeah. quick because I need to run. Do we actually 100%. sit and enjoy it? Yeah. Do we, yeah. So when you get something that isn't in such an immediately accessible way like the vast majority of images, it forces you to stop. It forces you to actually mm-hmm. look at it more closely. Yeah. You can't control the reaction, but you hope it's a positive yeah. one. But just by making people stop, I think, in today's world is a huge success in itself. Yeah. Because we're also yeah. driven by that constant constant feed feed yeah. feed and so i think job number one when you're creating imagery is to stand out yeah it's to interrupt that constant you know train of yeah. thought yeah yeah so in the most simple way it's like ten thousand color images and you drop a black and white one in there yeah by the very nature that it's different yeah. you make people look at it more closely yeah you know and i think that's that's kind of what you want to you know what you hope to achieve and and i think I think what you've got is a group of images that represent your brand. I know we've got we've image. got thousands to actually share. We've got enough to do as the next hundred yeah, years yeah. with this shoot. It's a bit of a bit of overkill. It was but, no, I but think, but it was. Is, but you, you know, that's a different. As a as a person behind the company, you then have choice. And that's yeah, a, that's a different conversation. Well, they will all. They they we've got them all. We're yeah. kind of yeah. It's, but it, for me, looking my... at you know when the images go up on on your feed, it's quite interesting to see comments and reactions yeah. and which ones get more likes and, and so on but i think ultimately but there is an unmeasurable appreciation yeah. you know we get you know about actually if somebody's coming i think there's an there is an unmeasured appreciation isn't there and yeah. that's not like oh well actually 
trying to be a bit kind of um what's it, you know hopeful and or disillusioned and whatever but I think that is because everything is I find myself I'll go through social media even me and actually I'll see loads of things I like but I might not hit like yeah. Yeah. you know because there is you know you, you do find actually there's like oh there's a little thing at the top that says new post new post new every two seconds new post new post oh somebody's live boom 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 you know it's just like go oh. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard to, to have a way to really stand out and grab people's attention, but everybody's... Or for people to find you. Yeah. That's what I find has been well, really interesting. Well, thing, because I, I always think you should... People should come to you. You should never chase people. Yeah. You know, if, But if it's you, hard for people to find people. Absolutely, because of the, the mass the mass amount of... And the control the over these things and the algorithms yeah. and, and yeah. you know, and paid advert you know the kind of algorithms or paid advertising is all you get into bigger bigger concerns yeah. like do you to what extent do you play that game of marketing and commercialization in order to to bring the attention to you or do you just stick or but to but your, your cause authenticity for us yeah it's yeah, yeah it's, it's a it's, it's a difficult one because you know you have you need you know there is this well you know we've never been shy in the sense that actually and i say all the time that we don't exist to sell but we need to sell to exist that's there's just no yeah. that yeah. It, it you know that's what it is a even a charity family. needs to rely on charitable donations it's to exist and that's not doing their objectives that's paying the team that work in the charity office you yeah. know that's you know <laughs> so we've never been shy on that but it's um so it is it is hard um because you want to connect with people on that basis, don't you? And, you know, every, and it's a shame that all of that social stuff has been, let's, you know, let's give to the highest bidder, yeah. effectively. Yeah. You know, and there's not actually, maybe this is a new social platform, it's an ethical social platform where actually it's not about what you pay, it's actually how much, how ethical you are <laughs> that we actually allow people to connect. Because it is, it's yeah. it's hard for people, but I, I agree, people should find you. When you're doing something with such integrity and honesty and truth, then the right people find you, but it, it's hard for them too. It, it's hard, and, and that's why it's a constant juggling act. Because if it was just down to authenticity, you could just sit back and let people come to you. Mm. But as you said, at the same time you're running a business, and business has to be profitable. You know, or or just or just break even. Just break even. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not even think even. about the problem. Break well, even. Optimistic. <laughs> right? so, yeah. But but that's that's integral to success mm -hmm. so you, there's no escaping that because otherwise what is it it's just a hobby mm -hmm. right you're running a business there are certain things that go hand in hand with that that can't be ignored mm -hmm. and, and that is always going to be behind matters of authenticity and so on at the end of the day authenticity is such a, an amazing thing to have but it doesn't pay the bills yeah so it's just a hard fact of of life and business that you know, you have to make, you know, those those juggling acts and that constant reflection yeah. on, on which way do you go and how far do you go yeah. with it before it becomes a negative for your yeah. business. And, but I don't think there's any purpose no, yeah. to that. And, and things, going back to how, much, how often I've changed my mind about what kind of pictures we take for yeah. the new website. Once is or seven times. Once or seven, hundred times, <laughs> folks. Um, it is, nobody knows right now. We don't know. But that's exciting, I think. It is exciting. Because you're, you're stepping out into something really ambitious and and you've got a great bunch of people behind authentic. you. Authentic, yeah, yeah. yeah. And authentic and, and all those those really important buzzwords. And, and, and they're all really valid, but I think you've got a great team behind you and that's, you know, I say that to you so many times. That's oh, they're the been fab. one of the, the, most, uh, the most fun things about it, that everybody 
has the same vision. We're all on board. Yeah, we're not, all on this. Know, they're not just employees. We're all rowing. We're just, all. <laughs> you know, they're not just employees. Who no. Are doing this. They, they genuinely have the same ethos that you do. I know. They genuinely have that same vision for what your company could be. And mm-hmm. and that was so apparent right from the get go. And, yeah. and that made it such a fun thing to be a part of it. And it made me want to be a part of it. Because, yeah. because I oh, could see the you. potential. Yeah. You see the huge potential in what and what you have and, here, you know? And hopefully it's something that we make our customers feel as well. They're part of it. It's actually yeah. such a nice Yeah, it's the feeling it's a feeling, guys. I don't know how to <laughs> die bottle it, but it is it's yeah. it is, you know, we're yeah, we're you're right, I think. Yeah, we definitely feel that from all of the people who support us and ultimately. That is important to value that because I don't think it's common no. anymore. I think, you know, when you get the right group of people who are genuinely invested that transforms what you put in, transforms what you put out yeah. to your customer base yeah. as well. And you can't put a value on that. No, 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 never, never. No. But it's, um, so it's so been fun. It's been fun. So I'm going to ask you, um, what is, you probably get asked this as well all the time, like as a photographer, um, not who's like, who's your inspirational other photographer and that, but actually is there one image that you always think of as being iconic. Oh, wow. And this could be random. This could be an image by somebody no, I know. Not to do with fashion particularly. No, just a, just an image. Yeah, okay, so... It's a, yeah, because... Yeah, I do, actually. Um, when I was... When I was little... When, when I was he was gr- little. When I was little, in growing up... In, in he was two foot highlands. tall instead of, like, seven or something. I was. I was very little. Um, one of the things that got me into photography inspired me was um photos of princess diana oh and they were gosh. taken by arguably my favorite photographer mario testino oh. right and he was a really successful famous portrait photographer photographed lots of famous people and mm-hmm. celebrities but he took these amazing pictures of princess diana um and they're just the only word I can think of is they're just sublime pictures. Yeah. And, and they were so full of character. They're the most simple pictures, too. They, yeah. weren't, they weren't, you know, clever or manipulated or anything like that. They were just lit with daylight, sat by a window, but they were just so full of character. Yeah. And, and that always stuck with me. And I thought, wow, if I could even capture half of that kind of character in pictures yeah I'd be super super impressed and yeah. happy with that you know and that's something that has always been in the back of my head when you're photographing people especially you it's, know, it's about connecting with with who they are and is it the vulnerability entity. piece then mm. do you think the vulnerability of yeah. when you're capturing an image of somebody like you know when you think of pictures of diana yeah then is, the, is it the sense of vulnerability, vulnerability in some respects that's, so. you know, that is, yeah. or this, this kind of, yeah, there's nothing, there's no overpowering, but there's just a kind of rawness. And I think at the end of the day, I think as, 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 an, as, as a species, we don't talk about our vulnerabilities enough, yeah. but you yet know, we I, see it in images and we connect, don't a we? Lot of, a lot of people, photography, fashion photography or portrait photography, a lot of it is, either deliberately or, or accidentally is, is posed, it's contrived, it's it's manipulated in the sense that the person's doing a performance mm-hmm. on camera. But that wasn't the case with these that ones. ones they, yeah. were just, they were just very, again, we used yeah. the word, I'll say we would, yeah. but they were just <laughs> very authentic. Yeah. They were just very authentic. And 
as natural a, a snapshot of a person as you could, yeah. you could want, and yet they're they're just equally quite timeless. Yeah. You know, and I think that was. It's that, not. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I I wasn't particularly aware of her story growing up. Yeah. But looking back at it, you know, I think it captured a moment before things kind of became more negative in yeah, her life. Yeah. You know, and there's a real, you know, you look at the, if you, if you, Willie has said his name's Mario Testino, if you look at these yeah. images, you know, you maybe see these things for yourself, but there was just a real peace, mm-hmm. for want of a better word, in her expression, in her eyes. Yeah. And that, you can't fake that. Yeah. You know, someone who's comfortable enough to, to let that out on yeah. camera, that's a gift. Yeah. And, and that super inspired me as a photographer. Yeah. You know, to be able to allow your subject to just be so completely peaceful. Yeah. To, to be themselves. Yeah. So I've always strived for that. You know, sometimes I've, I think I've achieved it. Maybe yeah. other times yeah. less successfully, but that's that's always the way it goes. But but I think striving for that has been a huge a huge drive for me yeah. over the years. So that's sort of like I've had some good questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think so. Any, do you want to ask me anything? Or this oh, wow, is our last okay. thing, Claire. Why did you, do, why did you okay. do? Why did you? Because <laughs> actually, it seems a bit shitty that I just asked you questions. So actually, I've asked you some really on the spot uh, questions. So it's only right that Steve gets to ask me questions. Okay. So oh I my god! Question, right, you do okay. have a question. I'll it's keep a, it short. It's a two-word question. Oh, but a two-word answer. Two-word question. A two-word question. Yeah. What's next? Oh God, what's next? Here's here's a two-word answer for you. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> no idea. Fair enough. I've That's said fair. to people always, um, real, relevant and relatable. Okay. What shape or form that takes, I have no idea. Go okay. back to it. But yeah, good. <laughs> two answer two word questions yeah. with two word answers. Well done. You'd well think done. we'd planned that. Uh, not even the slightest. No, we haven't. No. We don't plan anything here. Everyone <laughs> knows that. We just go with it. Everything's unedited. Everything's just it's say what you feel. Yeah, it's exciting though. Because you don't, know, you don't know where it's going to go. It's, yeah. it's really wide open right now. Yeah, you know? wide open. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. But no, Steve, thank you so, so much. Poor Steve, I've talked about this for ages and then he's coming yeah, back yeah, and no, dropping off kit and yeah, but no. So this is Steve, Summer Sky. Summer Sky. On Instagram. Com. You're yeah. not on, and, and .com, your website's yeah. on your... Summer Sky Photo on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Summer Sky Photo on Instagram. Yeah. Are you on Twitter? No. Uh, I don't I think am, you... but I don't use Yeah, it. I am. No, so he's Instagram, yeah. and yeah, follow him, and yeah, every image you see on our website has been, yeah, has oh, been an absolute awesome. joy with Steve to do. And yeah, there'll, there'll be more to come. We're just say nice things, pop up and say, say nice, nice things. things. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he just crap. He just made our, you know, our team are just yeah, yeah. They just well, loved it. He put everyone at ease. He, fun. yeah, it was just so much fun, wasn't it? It was. It was fun, and actually, I can't wait to to do more in the future. We'll definitely do yeah. more. We'll do hint, more. Hint. I'm just yeah, no hint hint. Now it's like okay, right? Yeah, we need to. Too many ideas. See, when you get two creative people together, there's too many yeah. ideas. Well, we got all those ideas we didn't do. They're still. I know, I know, I know, I know. So that's it. Knows, we should know. do photography stuff here. We should have all the people come to visit the mill. We should do some photography sessions. Totally talk about oh yeah, right. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna end here and then just yeah. hatch another plan, maybe or two or three or four. But anyway, we'll come back to you. We'll come back. So thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you, folks, for listening. This is another long one at fifty minutes and thirty-five seconds and wow. counting. And anyway. You can't see that. Um, so what we, yeah, we said a lot of things you can't see, but we said a lot of things. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Catch bye. You next time. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>